You're listening to First City Forum, 97.5 FM. Hello, 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 and welcome to the First City Forum, brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I'm your host, the one and only Joe Williams, and on today's show, we have Mystery Friday with Steve Carmen. Hey, Steve, how's it going? It's going great, Joe. Thank you. Steve, we missed you last week. I'm so excited to, to, to have you. So for those just tuning in with us for the first time this Friday, um, we have Steve Carmen on the line. Steve Carmen is a private investigator based out of Indianapolis, and he's worked as a private investigator for over 30 years. He's the president of the Homeland Security uh, Foundation of, of America. He's done private security for Little Wayne, Kid Rock. He's worked at the White House. He's done all kinds of cool, crazy things. And every week, Steve Carmen calls in and he gives us three stories from his career and he ends with a safety tip. But tonight is a well, today is a special show. We're gonna be talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, and uh, which has. <laughs> captured the nation's attention you may hear me smacking my lips a little bit i just finished enjoying a uh, a, uh, a a a crumb oatmeal berry bar from 55 north let me tell you something this thing is is amazing it tastes exactly like a nutri-grain bar but better and more delicious doesn't that sound great steve it does sounds very good <laughs> steve what do you have for us this week uh joe we're gonna look at this kyle rittenhouse case he was just found uh, innocent on all counts about less than two hours ago. For those of you that haven't uh, paid attention, this was a huge, huge case at uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was a 17-year-old kid at the time, so when the uh, riots were going on there, and uh, and uh, he, what he did was essentially he grabbed a rifle. He did not really agree with the, these riots whatsoever, as if it different uh, political persuasion, starts to make his way through the crowd, Joe, and sort of makes a scene of himself. They sort of catch on that he's not one of them, I guess, lack of a better term. A couple of guys start to attack him. Joe, what does he do? He opens fire and starts uh, killing some people. Wow. So then he sort of runs out of the crowd, says he was attacked, and of course then he is charged with what? Different counts of murder, Joe. Premeditated murder, which is count one, which is the very worst. You would face mandatory life in jail. He's now 18. That's essentially what did come up. What has played out was emotional. Saw him crying on the stand. Celebrities are waiting on both sides. You know, right, right to, uh, to defend. Unfortunately, Joe, this case became also very up. Uh, political and it did become also along racial lines to mm-hmm. say that but it is what it is well because that's sort of where it came up the, uh, the, to your listeners i have worked on some defense cases before some very high profile ones you know i'll, I'll tell you this i'll be very honest i've worked more for the prosecutor side so that is a very big uh, disclosure for you but it will work defense cases if i think they're warranted um, and sometimes I don't know at the beginning if the guy's telling the truth or not. So I'll, t- I'll tell you that is the truth. And then I start to find out. I won't work a case to try to cover something up. If a guy's guilty and wants to just, you know, make it look like a cover-up, I, w- I won't do that, Joe. It's just really not about the money. Um, but what what this case really shows to your listeners today is, you know, sometimes you can still win and still be wrong, right? You can win and still lose. This kid was found innocent today of all charges. No matter what you think of him, bad or good, 
Joe, he's lost. He's lost his money. Mm-hmm. He lost some temporary freedom, a job, respect. And he'll always be sort of that vigilante guy. He'll always wear that tag. Well, he, now, well does he do, is he deserving that? I'll leave that to your listeners to decide. Well, Steve, I have but to add, he, he is, he is only going on that. He is. Now, let me remind your listeners, I've told them before, their personal and public safety is not a political, a cultural, or a race issue, right? Mm-hmm. The law works best when it's fair and equitable to everyone. Which do you really want a system in any other way, Joe? Do, do you ever want your brother being beat up by the police because they didn't like the high school he went to? How about this one? Are your mom pulled out and embarrassed? because maybe the shade of her skin was slightly different than, than everyone else's. You know, that's why people are running from Afghanistan for that very reason. So it needs to be fair for everyone. And it almost like never is, cult. though, Steve, because you, 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 you mentioned that he will become somewhat of a, of a pariah, but he will also be a celebrity. He'll also be a martyr. He's only 17, so uh, all of this stuff won't really matter for him at the end of the day. He's going to get lots of money uh, from this case because he's now very famous, and there are people who support his every action. And yes, um, it would be nice if, the ju- if justice was fair in this country, but it simply isn't. And it's so funny that this trial happens almost at the same time time as the Ahmaud Arbery case because we'll see that the uh, that that the um, the the testimonies and the public consensus will probably be a lot different. Um, it, it, the judge in in the in the Ahmaud Arbery case even admitted that the jury selection was biased uh, against Ahmaud, and he's still allowing the trial to go on when Kyle was able to literally select the the, the juries whose whose opinions would count in his uh, case. So it's 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 very different. It is Joe, and it depends even in the region or the uh, you know where the uh, the population makeup. It sure certainly can be anyone that starts to d- deny that just you know is not working in some sort of reality. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you this, son. I'm going to make some of your listeners mad, Joe. There's plenty of blame to go around in this Rittenhouse case. Mm-hmm, you know, everyone seems to be on one side or the other. I'm going to surprise some of your listeners by saying. I'm going to blame just about everyone on this. You know, Definitely. if you grab a rifle and go into a riot, Joe, you're wrong. That's what this kid did. If you're a 17-year-old kid and grab a, a rifle and start getting by people, some of which were violent, some of which were not, Joe. There were lawful protesters. You're wrong. You're looking for trouble. It was a very stupid decision. And guess what, Joe? You looked for trouble long enough, you found it. And that's what Rittenhouse did. That was absolutely was stupid. He had all kinds of choices to make, Joe. He could have ran. He could have avoided. Could have hid. Could have called the police. But instead, he jumps out there like some sort of Rambo. That's wrong, Joe. That's wrong for him. It's wrong for anyone else. And this is exactly what happens when someone makes a, that decision. I tell you another thing he's wrong on, too, Joe. And this is what anyone's wrong on. Anytime you leave the fate of your life... It's 12 unknown strangers' hands. You are rolling the dice, my friend. Oh, yes. That's exactly what he did here. I don't think I want 12 people who know me deciding my fate, Joe, let alone just throwing it up to some sort of lot, like a lottery. That's that's what this kid did. And guess what it did, Joe? It cost the, the community. He may think he's a winner, Joe, but we sort of all lost, didn't we? Oh, yes. You know, people in Kenosha lost all that money. 
now they're in upheaval, and now people are mad. Now people are going to be bitter to, to each other. Joe, the, the community lost there. Rittenhouse may have won, but believe me, you put a lot of blame on that community, fair or unfair. And it sets and a, and it sets a different kind of it sets a different kind of precedent. It sets a different kind of precedent, it is, and, and, and it, it shows uh, kids who are who are paying attention to to, to this case um, that certain things are are acceptable and that certain things can be um, uh, gotten away with. It is, Joe. When it comes to criminal justice, you, you know, you can't just be like a one-man band, right? The police, the, the judge, and everything else. That's why the system is set up separately and different. And it has to operate in, independently. You know, I know the vigilante stuff is cool to someone, but it's a slippery slope and very dangerous. Very dangerous, and I don't like it. He made a series of stupid decisions. You know what, Steve? I blame Batman. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, dude, too, Joe, that the blame continues to go around, right? In a prosecutor's office, you're charging with first degree murder. That's the hardest case to prove. Then he set out at the very beginning to run and shoot people, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the question is, did the evidence bear it out? What did not bear it out very well when Rittenhouse starts getting hit in the head with a skateboard, right? Mm. So what are those jurors going to ask themselves, Joe? What would I do if I was in that position? Most of us would would defend ourselves. We may, we may not be there with the rifle, Joe, but we would start to defend ourselves. Definitely. I think that was the wrong charge, Joe. I'll leave that up to, to the lawyers. Much better for second degree, maybe in very, very uh, sellable on that. I also do think, Joe, that that office bowed partially to some uh, political pressure. That's why they did first degree. I think they wanted a touchdown and wouldn't consider anything else. I'll leave that maybe to some politicians to, you know, maybe have a better, better idea on that, too. I was going to ask, Steve, do you think they That's went for the... the part. You, it, I do, thought about this before we got on the air with your listeners today. It seems like I'm blaming everyone, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not really where, where this whole blame stops, Joe. It also starts to with, with us in the public, right? Some of us more, more than others. You know, some of us are closed-minded. Some of us make a decision. So I'd like you to listen to me to hear these next few lines, because I think this applies to a lot of people in this country. Some of us want to throw gas on a fire, Joe, because we saw this kid rush out. Someone say, said he was racist and he was guilty of a murder, right? Be, being white doesn't make someone racist, Joe. Correct. It just doesn't, right? And some of us, some of us want to, to make that the case. But I got to tell you too, Joe, there's another side of the coin to that that needs to be said, needs to be understood, and is long overdue. When there's a lawful protest... And those people don't look like you, they don't act like you, they don't speak your language, and they don't have the same skin color as you, Joe. That doesn't make them wrong. That doesn't make them video targets. doesn't make them somehow less than human. You're just as much patriots as the folks at the Boston Tea Party were over 200 years ago, Joe. You may not agree with them. I may not agree with them. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But let me tell you, Joe, when we start deciding who can protest and who can't lawfully, I don't like that much anymore, right? I don't like that at all. It's time that everyone be is to be recognized 
for all those rights, Joe. I just can't see it any other way. I've always told your listeners this, right? You are your brother's keeper. That's not a qualified statement for who looks, acts like you, believes like you, votes like you. That's for everyone, Joe. You know, reach out across the aisle. You'll find your best friends outside your circle. I certainly have them in my life. And i got to tell you, I think now, and there are barrier trials coming up, I think you're going to see, maybe see a whole lot different verdict there. Maybe I'm wrong, Joe. This is a good time to maybe start reaching out. Maybe, you know, if there's fences to, to be mended, maybe new friendships to be made. I think it's a good time. Definitely. Steve, I want to touch on a little bit about what you said with the... Um of course, it doesn't. Just because a person is white, it doesn't mean that they are racist. Definitely not. And I actually hadn't heard that Kyle Rittenhouse was racist. Um, I do understand that the that the uh, the uh, protest he brought the gun to was uh, was a police brutality protest. So I see why people would would sort of correlate those things. But I think what most people are upset about, specifically people of color, are are upset because a black person or a Mexican person or who, whomever, they could not just bring a, a rifle to a KKK protest, which which happens legally. That they, the terrorist organization like the KKK can literally get a permit to walk down the streets and, and protest. But a black person or a person of color could not bring a gun there and and just start shooting when they feel threatened, which their threat with which a feeling of being threatened would be justified given hundreds of years of history of violence and murder. Um, so I think that's the the difference there is that people of color don't have that right. They can't just bring guns and things to protests and just start shooting when they feel threatened. Um, that has never been okay, and it would not fly in that in that instance. If if the person of color who would have done what Kyle did even made it alive out of the protest after murdering people, they would definitely be in prison, and, and that and that's just something that we we all know. I think. Yeah, I think this definitely would, would have cut all another way. And I know Kenosha is primarily white. I think it's a, definitely a more of a liberal political base. You can read into that uh, however you want. Um, I'm telling you though. Rittenhouse supporters may be celebrating that kid was dead wrong for, for what he did, Joe. He may be innocent on first-degree murder, but in my book, he's guilty about everything else. Definitely. And I want to talk about the uh, first-degree murder charge as well. There are conspiracies out there that will suggest that they went for the gusto, that they went for the hardest conviction to get, even when the evidence is clear, um, in, in order for him to get off. It, uh, there are a lot of people saying that they, that he was never, he never stood a chance of, 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 of getting a conviction because they went for the gusto on purpose because they knew they couldn't make that charge stick. You know, Joe, I've heard that, too, and I don't know if, uh, gosh, you know, I don't know that prosecutor you know, well enough. Certainly would be devious. I, You know, I've heard stuff like that happening before. I'm not saying it's you know, definitely not possible. Um, but um, I just got to tell you that Rittenhouse was wrong. You may celebrate his, his acquittal, but that, that kid was dead wrong for what he did. Yeah, it's a very intense case. Definitely. 
lots of passions on both sides behind what happened there. And just unfortunate for the people who lost their, 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 their lives behind this senseless act. And once again, I blame Batman. Batman, the the cartoon comic about the uh, the billionaire whose only power is the fact that he has money and decided to go out and murder people and, and t- in order to save the uh, world. I blame him entirely. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to tell you, Joe, uh, the old days of a much more simple respect, there's always been problems a lot. You know, people don't get along, there's issues. But uh, somehow, especially over the last decade, this isn't a political statement, but uh, somehow I think uh, folks have maybe lost some protocol, simply just some respect. And uh, I think at times we really pay the price for it. True. Okay, Steve, I have to shout out a little uh, radio promo that we're doing right now. So we're doing the Passport to Puerto Vallarta. I think we talked about this last time, Steve. If you go into Bar Harbor this week, ask them about the Passport to Puerto Vallarta, and you will be entered to win a trip for two, all-inclusive, to the beaches of Mexico. Do you like that? That sounds good. (laughs) So just ask Bar Harbor how you can enter the contest and you can win. And I also have to make sure that everyone knows about the magic show happening at the Ted Ferry Civic Center this Sunday at 4 p.m. to benefit the volunteer firefighters of Ketchikan. Las Vegas legend Don Russell will be in Ketchikan giving a magic show for the good people of Ketchikan. You can find those tickets at AMP and Safeway for $10 or $20 at the door. So I would get those tickets in advance. But if you call into the radio station, um, you we can, we have these tickets to give away for, for, for free. They can't call when you're on the phone, though, Steve. So I think I, I've been giving these tickets away all week, and I think they may have missed it. Oh, no. But I will be at the Creek Street Cabaret tonight, and I'll be, well, I'll, well, I'll be at the Fish House tonight singing some songs with my dear friend Diane Slagle, and I'll be giving these tickets away there as well. So please come on out. Get your free tickets to the um, Magic Show. Each ticket admits two children or one adult. And um, yeah, let's let's see some magic, Steve. Do you have anything else for us to, on today's broadcast, Joe? The only thing I would do would just be on my safety tip of the week. You know, don't be afraid to ever be a lawful protester and exercise your rights, you know, no matter who you are. I can tell you personally, I appreciate that. But do, do not be an unlawful protester. Do not tear stuff up. Do not jump into protest to start a fight and just throw gas on a fire because you don't like the protesters. If you look for trouble long enough, Joe, anyone will find it. And I think that's the perfect note on which to end. Thank you all for tuning in to the First City Forum, brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I am your host, the one and only Joe Williams. And thank you, Steve, for calling in. I look forward to our phone calls every Friday. Have a good day, ladies and gentlemen.